Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino and I have a very special episode of the show for you guys today. I have an interview with the one and only Shangela, who many of you might recognize from RuPaul's Drag Race. Shangela's also been in Glee and Community in A Star is Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Actually, I just learned this. Shangela was the first drag queen to walk the Oscars red carpet according to Wikipedia. So there you go. Uh, I loved chatting with Shangela. It's just a bright light in these dark times. So I'll play that interview for you guys in just a second. Before I do, I want to say that Shangela has a brand new show coming to HBO at the end of April. I believe it's April 23rd. It's called We're Here, and it's a documentary-style show where these three drag queens, Bob the Drag Queen, Eureka, and Shangela, they go to different towns across the U.S., and they make over someone, and they do a performance at the end of each episode. But it's like raw and real, and you'll laugh, you'll cry. It's really it's just such a beautiful show, and I think we need it almost now more than ever. Uh, so I can't wait for people to see it. I encourage you to watch it. Shangela's also got a hundred other projects in the works or done. So we'll talk about all of those in just a second. Uh, before I do, I want to say please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click become a patron. And if you donate $4 or more per month, you get access to the bonus episodes. I'm doing just one a month. More importantly, the money supports the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I want to thank everyone out there who's on the front lines. I know I say this every episode, but if you're a healthcare worker, or a factory worker, or a grocery store worker, or anyone, a, a police officer, EMT, whoever you are, if you're going out into the workforce and working to keep our society afloat during this crazy time we're living in, thank you, thank you, thank you. I worship you. I'm so grateful. Uh, and I've been trying my best to produce a few extra episodes so we can all take our minds off things. And so I was fortunate enough to get Shangela on the line. We also recorded it via Zoom, which everyone's using Zoom these days. Are you guys using the Zoom? 
I feel like very old. I've been slow to kind of learn what the Zoom is. And actually, uh, this past Friday, my best friend Jill, we had to do her bachelorette party via Zoom because we were supposed to do it in Chicago. Uh, and unfortunately, we had to cancel it because of everything that's going on. But it was so nice. One of the, like the very small silver linings throughout all of this is that I feel like we're very lucky to live in a time where we have technology that can connect us where we can hop into these Zoom meetings or I think WebM- WebEx or WebMX, whatever that other one is, or FaceTime. Uh, it's so great to at least, at the very, very least, uh, be able to connect with people that way because uh, we have to, I guess, find like the silver linings in all of this. But I'm thinking of all of you. I'm sending you all my love. And like I said, I did record this interview with Shangela via Zoom. And so I'm going to do my best to get it on YouTube. I'm working on getting like a YouTube channel together. So I'm going to try my best to post videos uh, or interviews that I do on there. Um, it's sort of an added thing. And I'm I'm not great with like the editing and all that stuff. Matt's been helping me. But uh, I'm going to try to get that on my YouTube channel. So I don't even know. I don't even know how to tell you what my YouTube is. I think it's just under Danny Pellegrino. But um, we'll see. I'm going to do my best to get it up there. So if you want to watch it visually, you can see it there. Uh, but otherwise, I'm going to play the chat for you guys right here. I love you all so much for listening. I will leave you with this chat with Shangela. Be sure to tune into We're Here. I'll play the trailer. Uh, and April 23rd on HBO. Everyone's going to love it. You guys are going to love it. going to love it. Okay. Um, I love you. I love you. Have a great week. We'll be back later this week with a recap of Vanderpump Rules, of Housewives of Atlanta, Housewives of New York. Uh, and then also, I mentioned Chicago. There are some tickets available to the Chicago live show for Everything Iconic on September 23rd. So if you want, um, that's going to be at the Vic Theater. Just go to that website. Uh, that's all. I love you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay as sane as you possibly can. I'm sending love to everyone. Um, please enjoy my chat with the, uh, my chat with the one and only Shangela. Drag is about empowerment. We travel across this country to take people from who they are to what they can be. Thank God I brought these. <laughs> We're actually taking some locals, <laughs> turning them into fierce drag queens. Shangela, love the drag queen, and Eureka. We came and we brought drag. Oh, I feel like Mary Poppins, bitch. These small towns. There are people who have never seen a drag queen. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. No, I'm kidding. I think we all go through that struggle of life, doubts and insecurities and just people making fun of you or bullying you. Everything about me at one point or another has been used against me. You barely made it started when Haley came out. My mom had this look as she thought I would go to hell. If you could say something to them now, I'll just say, you I'm know. Sorry. I want you to feel like you have a purpose. Honey, you can't live for nobody but yourself. Yeah. If I'm not willing to live in the shoes of somebody who does drag, then how can I expect someone to understand my experience? Really, it's like a triumph of love over labels. How do you feel being in drag? Sexy as f- I just feel like so electric. Love is love is love. Am I right? That's our job to get out there and educate and continue to be visible. We're here. Oh my god. He just knocked the wind out of me. Oh, all in a gaze work. 
look at that. Hi, Shangela. So nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you too, Danny. I'm I'm such a huge fan of yours, and I'm so excited to chat with you. I watched the first two episodes of We're Here last night, and I loved it. I thought it was so, so good. Pull out the Kleenex, pull out the popcorn. Honey, it's got all the elements, right? Right, right. How are you feeling now that it's kind of on the horizon? Like, are you excited? Are you nervous? Like, how are you feeling about it? Ooh, I feel like a diva in my third trimester. I am ready to give birth to the baby, honey. (laughs) So tell people what it's about. Um, Tell people what it's about. Well, it's a really cool uh, docuseries where me, Bob the Drag Queen, and Eureka travel across America to these small towns and connect with people who have these queer or queer-adjacent stories to really not only help them, you know, kind of go through this journey in a small amount of time and and achieve greater confidence or or some kind of... um, resolution with what they're dealing with, but also show them that there may be a larger community in their small towns more than they thought there was. And then also we have to bring the entertainment. We have to produce a great show with them, putting them in drag for the first time, and then being able to entertain as well as impress. I was so impressed by the production value, actually, not only like the camera work and the style of filming, but then also you guys got great music rights for the performances. Um, It's really like an elevated show. I just think it's going to be so fantastic for people, especially at this time where we're all uh, inside and kind of looking for something hopeful and, and fun and all of that kind of stuff. Well, honey, this is HBO. Okay, and you know we're drag queens. We know how to do drag on a dime if we have to. But if we can do it on ninety five cents, we'd rather do it on ninety five. Okay, (laughs) the network has been so great in putting the great resources, putting together an amazing team with the production company and everyone from behind the camera to us in front of the camera from casting. It's just it's a great mixed group that's come together to create this amazing magic. And it's also really fun as a Drag Race fan. I love seeing that we're getting a lot of different shows from so many of the contestants. Uh, We got, of course, Alyssa Edwards had Dancing Queen on Netflix. And I think there's another TLC show with with drag queens like Thorgy. And there's so many um, things popping up. And AJ and the Queen on Netflix. I think it's fun to see uh, you guys. We all fell in love with on Drag Race, seeing you in different projects. That's been really exciting. You know, visibility definitely matters, okay? You know that. I know that. It's so important, especially, you know, this show is special to me because I grew up in a small town. You know, I grew up in Paris, Texas, about two hours north of Dallas. My graduating class was like a little over 100, right? So being from a small town, I kind of really can connect with these people and their stories and their experiences because I lived it as well. But even when I was a kid, we didn't have as much visibility with shows like Glee and Pose and, and you know, Star is Born with drag queens. Myself, really, you know. So good, uh, so good. Being in those things, and we didn't have that kind of access to seeing people like us in these mediums. So now, with, as it continues to grow, like what you said with Drag Race and the different shows, and now here with we're here on HBO, it really means something. So I'm proud to be a part of this, for sure. I think it's going to really affect a lot of people. I also grew up in a small town in Ohio, and Where? I wish... Uh, Solon, Ohio? I don't know if you... Solon. 
Where is that? I don't even it's, know that one. It's outside of Cleveland. So it's like a suburb of Cleveland. Um, okay, but I look. So when your producers are writing that down, I'm sure. Okay, that's our next location. <laughs> Please go there. I wish you guys would have been there when I was uh, growing up. But it's interesting. When I, uh, when I left college, I moved to a big city. I moved to Chicago and now I live in Los Angeles. And I feel like more and more people are staying in those small towns. It's not as... Um, it's not as uh, prevalent that people are immediately moving to a big city after high school or college or whatever. Um, And so I wonder, what do you tell people, what would you like to tell people who are in one of those small towns who maybe you guys haven't gotten to yet on We're Here, but who are maybe listening to this and feeling like they don't have a lot of representation around them, or they're feeling like they're they're unable to be themselves? Like, what message would you pass along to people like uh, we were um, who are going through that now? Yeah, I, I hear you. And I think that we probably had very similar experiences as young queer people growing up in a small town. Your number one motivation was, I'm going to make it out of this town, right? It's like listening to Kelly Clarkson's song Breakaway. And you're like, that's my theme song. I'm right. getting up out of here. Just uh, wait till I'm 18. Yeah. You know, and that was me. And I think that was, um, that was a big motivating factor. But now when I come back to my small town, you're exactly right. Things are changing. But at what pace are they changing? Are they changing? And then also, what are we doing to contribute to the change? That's what I always think about. And so um, I definitely feel like my message to those people waiting in these small towns and feeling like, you know, I still feel kind of the odd man out. I feel like I'm still the only one around in my community is not just we're here, but we're coming as well. And that means not necessarily driving our RVs into every small town across America, but we're coming to you know, the network HBO on April 23rd, we're coming to showcase these stories that are like yours and to let you know that you're not alone. And also sometimes you may have larger of a community of support around you than you know, but they may not be as vocal. They may not be as visible, but there are ways that you can connect with them and you just have to feel empowered and inspired. And hopefully that's what this show will do for people. That's what surprised me most actually about the episodes that I saw was that when you guys went into these smaller towns, we were meeting people that I think at first glance, we were thinking they're not going to be supportive. They're going to be hateful. Uh, And then we, we, I came to realize like, no, actually they're being supportive, but they're not, like you said, as vocal. Uh, What did you, what surprised you the most doing this show? Was there one thing that kind of shocked you just throughout the process? Ooh, honey, you would have thought that I was a Harry Potter on Broadway with all the twists and turns and surprises that I saw. But I would tell you one that got me was, I remember, you know, I always, when we have to go through the town, we like to go and promote the show or connect with the local townspeople. And a lot of times we're both out of drag and in drag. Okay, so going up to like your 80 year old lady shopping at the thrift store, you know, and saying, oh, honey, have you ever seen a drag queen before you've been to a drag show? My I'm thinking the answer is about to be no. So let me go ahead and get ready to educate her right on drag. And the lady will look at me and be like, oh, yes. what?" (laughs) You know, and I would just be like, what? And then they all have a story. So you never know where you're going to find an ally. That's the interesting thing. You never know. We went to a church. Um, we go to a church in one of the episodes and we were like, okay, we're going up in this church. So they were having like a, um, a, 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 what do you, like a garage sale slash bake sale kind of thing at the church. And I don't want to give it all away, but we go into this environment and we were definitely shocked. You know, I was like, girl, we're about to go. I'm telling Bob and Eureka, like, oh girl, get ready. Cause they about to chase us out with the steak, bitch. Get ready. They're about to light the things on fire. We're going down, girl. 
And it's, it's shocking where you find your allies. Right. Right. Uh, I want to uh, talk a little bit about uh, what's going on now. Where are you at? Are you staying? Are, are you at your home? Are you at a parent's house? Where are you at? No, I didn't make it back to L.A. I was actually working when everything started to get very uh, even more serious with the coronavirus outbreak. So I came to my family's house in Texas with my mom. And that's where I am holding down. Now I got, because <laughs> I was on the road, I was only going to do one show and I was going back to LA. I got one dress, one wig and a makeup bag. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm still trying to be all hip and cool, you know, with my social medias and posts and things, but girl, they get that one dress. Although I did go in my mama's closet. There ain't, there ain't nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> but I'm making it and I'm very thankful that I'm somewhere safe, you know, checking in on my grandmother as well, who is also safe and, and my fans have checked in on me. But, you know, I'm really just trying to um, maintain a certain sense of somewhat normalcy and routine to my day. For the first week, you know, I was sweats, Netflix, ice cream, very that girl. And now that we're going into much longer than that and we have more of a road in front of us, it's like, all right, Shanji, you got to keep this thing moving. And the way that I can keep it moving and contribute, not only staying safe for myself and others by, you know, washing the hands and social distancing and all that, but I'm also continuing a routine to get up, I shower. As you see, I'm dressed. They were like, Danny wants to go on video. I'm like, let's come on, bring the video, baby, because I'm dressed. <laughs> all <laughs> no, I'm not wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants here, so I'm like half dressed. <laughs> I live. You know, that's giving me a whole new perspective, and I live. Thank you. Right. So uh, you mentioned you were Netflixing and stuff. Like, what are you watching right now? Is there anything that, any kind of comfort shows that you watch? I have to turn it off. Literally, I have to get out from in front of that TV because I will stay. There's just so much good entertainment out there. Like, um, for example, Elite on Netflix. I love the third season just dropped. I live for that. Uh, on actual television, uh, <laughs> yay, um, <laughs> How to Get Away with Murder just had their season premiere last night. And I've been a devout How to Get Away with Murder how to get away with murder fan forever it's the last season of homeland i'm all in on homeland west world is back okay i'm living for that little fire everywhere on hulu i just watched the newest episode i'm like why do they not release all of these at once you make me wait a week i know you know my boyfriend and i are watching little fires too and i feel the same way it's like i need the whole series like just give it to me all give it to me this is taking me back to 1990 which the show is based in the 90s but where we'd wait a week for the house. but you know that's what we're gonna get when we're here you're gonna enjoy it you're gonna love it and then go back and watch it again to see little things that maybe you didn't catch the first time and you know i'm also trying to stay connected with my fans during this time and so to bring some joy i think that's kind of what my part of my purpose here on this world i think is to entertain that's what i've been doing since i was a kid and it brings me joy and I hope it brings other people. So I have a new stand-up comedy show that I'm re-releasing. It was filmed back in 2013, but uh, we've re-edited it. And, um, it's never been released worldwide. It's just on like a DVD. Remember DVDs? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so um, I'm going to release it for free on YouTube later today, actually. And it's a one-hour Laquifa. It's called Laquifa is Hallelujah. It, the stand-up uh-huh. comedy experience. Okay? The Rona edition. 
Oh my God, the Rona edition. I love that. That That's so exciting. And you mentioned like making do with one dress. And what I think is so uh, wonderful about drag queens and entertainers in general at, during this moment in time, which is definitely very scary and tough for so many people. But I think um, it's people are getting creative with their the way they're entertaining and releasing content into the world. And we're seeing so many um, just different creative ways that people are entertaining during this time. And so I, I find that really um, one of the few bright sides of everything. Um, well, Danny, for sure, our community has been hit hard with this. You know, um, a lot of queens, myself included, are so accustomed to being able to go to a bar or a nightclub, an event, and work. And now that we're, you know, following what we should be doing, which is social distancing, but it's just changed what our world is. And it's cut off the supply of income and livelihood for a lot of queens. But the spirit of a queen will never be taken down, okay? Right. And I, I, it makes me so happy to see so many of my friends. I know that Ray Latrey, a friend of mine in L.A., um, Marty Cummings, just so many great people are doing, like, these uh, drag shows and from their home. And Digital Drag Fest, there's, like, a, a Work the World's getting ready to do something. It's just great to see so many queens still doing shows and seeing fans going out there and supporting them, tipping them on their Venmo and PayPal, Every little bit helps. So that's really been inspiring. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how can fans support uh, drag queens at this time? Because I know everyone's out financially um, because the live shows, that's how a lot of people make their living. And so um, I guess tipping and joining these these shows online, if you can, I think that's a great way to support our drag queens. And in general, I always say that when you go to a drag show, you have to support your drag queens and you have to tip them, tip them well. Like they're putting on a show for you. So tip them well. So even if you're joining these virtual shows, if you can, of course, I know a lot of people are struggling, but if you can, I think it's really important to tip, tip well. Yeah, it's all about doing what's on your heart. If you can do it, you know your situation the best, but the best way to find these queens is if you know a local queen, hit her up on social media, like go to her Instagram, go to her Facebook, and you'll see what they're doing and what they're being involved in and how you can help and support. Right. Are you watching Drag Race? I got to ask you if you're watching the current season. <laughs> I look, I'm even though I've been there 95,000 times, I'm still a fan first and a contestant second. Okay, right. I live for drag race. Okay, so what are you thinking about this season? What do you make of the Sherry Pie scandal? I know there's like a lot of talk about that. Like, what do you can you tell us your opinion on all of that? Well, I'm not really familiar with Sherry and the situation, I've never met her before. I don't have any real, you know, conversation about that, other than the fact that. If someone has been victimized, it's very serious. You know, this is a very serious issue. And I think that uh, my hat's off to World of Wonder and, and VH1 for the way that they have stepped in there and tried to just make fans who feel triggered by any particular situation uh, to, to feel better. Because Drag Race is a show that we go to for fun. It's a release from the world, right? It's something that I can go, I can laugh, I can be entertained, I see some fashion, I can get my life on some of the drama and untuck, and then I can keep moving. And hopefully it doesn't get shrouded in controversy. That's not the, the goal of this show. It's really just to make people happy. So I think they've done a good job in continuing to try and, and mitigate this so that they can continue to make people happy. And, yeah. and that's really what we want out of Drag Race. We want to just go and have fun and watch <laughs> yeah. it after. That's all I want to do. I totally agree. Do you have a favorite this season? I, I'm sure you probably don't want to like pick one person, but is there one person that you kind of like? Oh my gosh. It's hard because I know some of the girls and when you know the girls, you're like, okay, that's my homegirl. And sometimes you think like, okay, what y'all getting on TV? That ain't nothing compared to what I get in person. You know, I mean, 
girls from New York. I know all those girls and, and like um, Jan. I sang Shallow on stage with her before impromptu at her show. I got up. I was Bradley Cooper. She was the Gaga. But uh, <laughs> it was, it's been really fun. So I'm excited to see more from her. I'm loving like Widow and Gigi Good. And I've met Nikki Doll before. And she's always been super sweet and kind and, and loving. And, and Miss Heidi, I don't think she should change her name. Heidi in Closet is a lovely name. I like Keep it too. Heidi Um, There's been so many queens that have been on Drag Race. Is there one queen that you think is like, maybe who hasn't maybe appeared on Drag Race that you think is like one of the best and you you wish people knew more or celebrated more? Um, Because oftentimes fans, I think we know the Drag Race queens, but there are still a lot of queens out there who maybe haven't been. Is there one who you think like that's an underrated queen? Well, there are a number. I'll name you a couple because, you know, Mama's been all over. I've traveled the world. I've, you know, just in 2018, I did a 184-city tour around the world, okay? Are you exhausted? No, girl, look at me. I look good, man. You do look good. You do look good. <laughs> but I will say, you know, one who was on my list forever, and I had to cross her off now because she actually got on the show, was Nina West. I told Nina every year, because I used to go to her club in Columbus, Ohio at Axis, and I would say, Nina, have you put in your tape? You, you, I mean, I, you're so good, girl. You, you have the personality. You have the talent. You're so good. You should get on the show. And she's like, I did it, girl, but they didn't call me back. And every year she said, I did it, but I didn't make it. And then one year, I remember she told me, like, I don't think I'm going to do it this year. I just, it's, it's hard to keep getting the rejection every year. And I said, Nina, let me just tell you, baby, it's like me going on auditions for films and TV. I go on tons. I don't get the job, but I will never get the job if I don't show up to the audition. So right. if you want the job, you at least got to put in, put in the audition and then forget about it and leave it alone. And I was so excited the year that she got on the show. It, I felt like she was my, she's not my drag daughter, obviously, but I felt like she was my daughter. Cause I just know. And I was like, yes, yes. I was so excited for her. Now I hope the same for, I mean, there's so much great talent and young talent. Oh my gosh. Like, I think about me going on the show when I went on, I'd only been, I was a young drag queen, but I wasn't necessarily a baby girl, right? Some of these girls, I mean, how Gigi Good is 21, which means I was on Drag Race. She was watching me when she was 11, right? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that being said, it's just amazing what new talent we have. But, you know, there are queens like, um, gosh, around the world. I just, there are tons. There are tons. So I think of names like Queen Beho from... Puerto Rico, and and I think of like Ray Latre, uh, who's kind of like a self-made girl who keeps pumping it out over in LA or in New York. My homegirl, Miss Shaquita, who has been on those stages hosting for a number of years, has great singing talent, is a very established, awesome drag queen. Um, so I just wish them all good luck. I remember seeing Nina West in Columbus at Access. It's funny that you mentioned it um, years and years ago before Drag Race. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent, 
can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Uh, okay, so I have some uh, questions from you from social media. Um, Jackie says, are you still close to Jennifer uh, Lewis? We, of course, all Ooh. love that friendship. Yes, of yeah. course I am. Probably too close. She's like, step back six feet. Okay, social distancing. <laughs> um, Jen, you know, I still live in her basement. I have not left. I will not leave. Why would you when you get a daily master class in Jennifer Lewis? And she's one of my best friends uh, in the world, one of my greatest mentors. I didn't make it back to LA where she is. She told me, baby, it's all right. Stay with your family there in Texas. I'm all right. And uh, she's doing she's doing well over in Los Angeles. I talk to her every day. And hopefully we'll bring back, you know, we had that show, Jennifer Lewis and Shangela, four episodes that we dropped back in 2012. And hey, if I'm bringing back Hallelujah, we might as well bring back Jennifer Lewis and Shangela too. Please bring it back. I think we would all love it. I also want you to, uh, I know you weren't, uh, you were just involved sort of loosely, with, but Dancing Queen on Netflix. I would love to see more of that. I wish we got more. Me too. Well, you know, I'm really excited to be working on the producer side right now. Uh, the new HBO show, we're here. Not only am I co-host, but I'm also a co-producer on the show. And I co-produced and co-created uh, the Work the World tour with Brandon Voss that we took around the world. And right now I'm working with Alyssa and in, in creating a couple projects. And so hopefully those will continue to come. But if she wants to bring back Dancing Queen, I love the show. I but thought I it was great. I love Alyssa and her journey. And she has so many layers and I want to join her in helping get those out to the world as much as I can. Right. Alyssa is one of my favorites. So I would just love to see her in any project. Uh, Lacey says to ask us a story about when you met Sierra. Apparently Bob told it, but they want to hear it from you. <laughs> is this a dramatic story? Like what is no, this? No, no, it's not dramatic, but it has a lovely button on the end. Um, stay tuned. I'm writing a new comedy show. You tell her I'm writing a new comedy show all about my celebrity experiences. Cause I've had a number, like I've been able to perform form and uh, meet like Nicki Minaj and Cher and Beyonce and Madonna and Sierra. And I have a lot of Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan. I've got a tons of really good stories, but I'm putting them all together, very Kathy Griffin style in a new comedy show. So after my next comedy show, which is Shangela Shook, which should be dropping on a streaming service at the end of this month, we're in April now. Um, so it goes, Hallelujah, it? Shook. And then get ready to lay down the line for the the celebrity. She is busy. She is busy. She's the content queen. Right. I know. We love it. We love it. Okay, Susie, um, or I'm sorry, uh, Sarah wants to know, um, who would you like to see for All Stars 5? Oh, All Stars 5. That's coming. That's already coming. So, um, well. Or who would you like to see for All Stars 6? You will not see me. I'm good. Uh, But (laughs) uh, unless it's in another capacity, and stand on that runway, I'm good. However, um, there are so many girls, you know, they're starting to bring girls back, like Manila, when they brought back who was on a previous All-Stars, and Latrice. I love those girls. Uh, coming back again, I would love to see in an All-Stars, um, Vanjie's been on All-Stars. Okay, I love her. Silky, I would love to see Silky come back again. I would love to see, like, Alexis Mateo, my sister from Vegas, come back again. Um, Gosh, 
you know, I wish Sahara was still around with us. My sister from season two that passed, she would have been killer. She would have been killer um, on, on an All-Stars 5. That's who I really love to see. Right. Uh, Leah wants to know, has there been any hookups that we haven't seen behind the scenes? Like, who are, can you give us like a, there's got to have been some hookups. Hookups as in people collaborating and working together? No, I'm talking about sex. I'm talking about making out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, when we're filming the show, uh, are you talking about Drag Race? Yeah, right, right. Drag Race. Yeah, when, when we're filming the show, you know, after we finish wrapping for the day, they, you talk about this is quarantine. I'm accustomed to this. Because when you're filming Drag Race, honey, they put you in a hotel room by yourself. You have no phone. You have no access to your computer. You have no access to the outside world. And then they lock you in the room with a piece of duct tape on the door so that if you open the door in the middle of the night, they'll know you came out. So we're there is no, I mean, I don't know how Willem got it done back in the day, but there's none of that. Right. Right. Now I ask everyone uh, their favorite Mariah Carey song. What's your favorite Mariah song? Oh, you know I live for Mariah. You know I did Mariah on All Stars Three. I, know. I love Mariah. Um, always be my baby. I was going to like a youth summer camp when that song came out off the Music Box album, I think. And I just remember it was so amazing. And do 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 da. I never met Mariah in person, but when I do, I'm gonna say do 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 do, and she's probably gonna look at me like this. Thank you, Don. <laughs> yes. uh, I worship her. I worship her. Uh, Shangela, uh, what else do you want to plug? Is there anything else you want to tell people to watch? You've got so many projects. I love We're Here on HBO. I encourage everyone to watch it at the end of April. I think it's going to help so many people right now who are stuck inside. Um, but anything else you want to plug? I just want, uh, you know, we talked about We're Here. We talked about Hallelujah in it. YouTube free worldwide starting tonight. So check that out anytime. Um, and then just stay tuned to my website, shangela.com or follow me on Instagram at shangela because that's where I post everything that's coming. And there's always something coming. And I'm just thankful that I've been, you know, over my years in being a, a drag entertainer, people have really shown up and supported me. And I really thank them for that. And I can't wait to get back out there and show them how appreciative I am. Now, the last thing I want to ask you is uh, everyone's cooped up right now. People are going through a lot. People are losing jobs, losing friends. Uh, Is there a quote or is there something that you hold on to when you're going through a really tough time or a lesson or something that you can leave people who are listening with uh, to make them feel a little bit better about what uh, they might be going through? Well, I don't have a quote per se, but I will tell you, I always try to journal. And I hope that people will take this time. There's so much going on in the world. There's so much noise. We get inundated with so many different messages. You know, you wake up and the news is on and the, the death toll is rising and the number of cases reported is rising. And it can just be really heavy. So, and if you're dealing with that a lot on the inside, it starts to, you know, sometimes mess with your brain. So I encourage everyone if they have a journal or just a way to write and and get it out, write down your feelings, write down, you know, stay optimistic, things that you want to see happen, things that you would like to see after this passes and, 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 and just share some love with yourself and with the world for sure. Right. Well, Shangela, thank you so much for taking the time. I hope to meet you in person at some point, but for now, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bye, Shangela. Thank you. Bye. 
love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.